Hey, this is Cody Rhodes, and you're listening to WNS. Broadcasting from Beaumont, Texas, it's the Wrestling News Source Podcast with Daniel Heron and Tyler Hebert, a couple of wrestling fans with a drink in hand and a lot to say. This podcast may contain adult language and may not be suitable for young listeners, so listener discretion is advised. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Hebert. That's right, what's everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Hebert. <laughs> Aggressive. You got a tattoo and now you think you're manly. Yes. Uh, we welcome you to episode 521 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at DRHPro, Tyler, Tyler, underscore, Abear, Abear, underscore, Mode, on Instagram, DRH, underscore, Pro, on Instagram. I'm also on Twitch sometimes. And uh, TikTok, DRHPro. TikTok. TikTok-y, that's right. So welcome to the show. We've got lots to talk about, I lots guess. Going lots on. going on. We're not going to do our usual, um, you know, match by match. We're just going to shoot the shit, man. Shooting the shit episode, which you know what? Those episodes tend to be some pretty good ones, yeah. I've noticed in the past. So hopefully uh, history repeats itself and this will be a pretty good episode. Um, so before we get into the uh, the wrestling chatter, Tyler, how you doing? I think I'm doing good right now. You know, yeah. just hanging out with you, mm-hmm. you know, have a drink of drink. Drinky drink. Um, about to talk wrestling. Yeah. You got, um, to, so you got to celebrate your birthday a little yep, bit. Late, late birthday, you know, celebration because it's been hectic the last few weeks. Uh, you know, my son was in the hospital, mm. uh, RSV. Um, it was bad. Yeah. Um, and then got over that, then went on a vacation, just got back. So. A uh, lot, lot going on. Uh, my birthday was July first. I got a tattoo on my birthday. Yeah, you did. Uh, you took it like a champ too. Yeah, proud of you. That uh, it was interesting. Uh, it was two uh, hours. Was it a painful experience or just uncomfortable? It's uncomfortable more than yeah. painful. Like okay, so it's on my inner forearm, and so it's black and red. So what it is is okay, so my favorite band is Depeche Mode. Mm-hmm. And Reach out. Uh, yes. So that was that song is on my favorite album called Violator and on the album there's a rose, it's a red rose. So I got the rose on it and it's black and then on one side there's a big D. There's a big D. Uh, yeah, there is. On the other side is an M. So if you look at the CD for that album, it'll have nuts. a DM a D on one side and an M on the other side on the rose. Not on the album cover itself, but on the CD. <laughs> um, so the rose is black and the D and the M are, is red. Yeah. Uh, so I felt like the D and the M were more painful. Mm-hmm. Which you said colors are... Supposedly, usually, supposedly when you get color, it, uh, it hurts more than just a traditional black so tattoo. The, yeah, the D black and the M and hurt more. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, you, people who are listening to this can't see this, but I'm showing Daniel, so... This rose right here, like on the the petals on the yeah. edge right here, hurt a little, hurt a little bit more because it was wrapped around. Right yeah, here. there's probably because there's less like less like fat and more nerves. I'm mm-hmm. guessing right there. I don't know. Like I guess you can do that and be okay, but that gets to be a little more uncomfortable a little quicker. I like 
No, it sounds cocky, but I like I really like looking at this. I think it looks really cool. It looks really good. So the, the artist did a good job. Mm -hmm. He punched that black in, so it's going to last for a, a good while. Even if it fades a little bit, it's going to look good. Yeah. And that's what you want in a tattoo. So Because yeah. you got it on your forearm, so you're going to be in the sun quite a bit due to your yeah. job. So naturally, it will fade a little bit. Well, what I want to do is always... Um, I think there's a uh, certain like what tattoo lotion, right? That you can put on. Yeah, I think there's other stuff that like for older tattoos products. that you can put on your skin that makes it look more vibrant. Mm. I think, but I'm just gonna keep up with it and try not to like. I mean, I'm gonna have to be in the sun. Yeah, but doing with my job, you but, don't have uh, a choice. <laughs> yeah, I have no choice unless but, you um, wear long sleeves, which I would not recommend. No, no. Um, I will. I would probably touch up the red mm -hmm. from time to time. Nice. But um, I wish it would stay this dark. This looks dope. Yeah. Well, and it's you know, not going to. Four or five years, maybe it'll fade a little bit, and you can just get it touched up or something. Yeah. And um. Be like, oh, I like it dark. <laughs> but you know, life is crazy. Life is getting hectic. The yeah. world is not what it once was. No. And we were discussing this before the podcast. You know, when we started doing this podcast, stuff seemed to be in somewhat order. And now it is just disarray. The world Mass has gone chaos. The dude. world has gone and lost their mind. So uh, you know, I think it would be fair for us to address the show to to the listeners. You know, with with crazy work schedules, with families and all that, we can't always guarantee that we're going to be able to do a show. Unfortunately, that's just the sad reality right now mm -hmm. because my work schedule. I work until very late at night. I don't get home till almost midnight on on a normal night. So I work Monday through Friday, which leaves us the weekend to really be able to 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 do anything as far as the podcast. Uh, like I come home and I'll try and watch Raw. <laughs> Emphasize the word try. <laughs> and I'll watch. You're, I'll watch Dynamite, and then you see yeah. some annoying shit. It's like I'm done. Yeah. Imagine coming home from a long day at work <laughs> and now you have to sit through three hours of mediocre raw uh, and <laughs> yeah. mediocre is on a good day but you know you watch raw you watch your dynamites and saturday mornings i have to you know try and watch rampage well today i didn't you know i put it on but i didn't get to watch it i was giving my dogs a bath and helping clean in and had to go and take care of some personal things you know so we're not always going to be able to do a show, unfortunately. I, I hate the fact that we can't do a weekly show um, the way that we have before um, because there are other podcasts out there that I'm not going to say that they're competition to us or anything because we are our own thing. They're their own thing. Yeah. There are shows out there. Yeah. But like, we don't really have you know guests on the show that much anymore, yeah. and that kind of that kind of eats me up. And you know we base our ep we base our shows based on the number of the episodes. So like this is episode five hundred twenty one. Well, there are other shows out there that started way later than us, and they're steadily like catching up to us because they do their show. They get they they are fortunate enough to be able to do their show every week, whereas ours is like every other week, maybe once every three weeks, maybe once a month. You know, it's it's hard to be able to get together because. Like I said, you know, I work late, so I don't get to spend a whole lot of time with my wife. She's already asleep whenever I get yeah. home, so we only have the weekends to do stuff. So my weekends are getting booked where, like, oh, we got to go and do this. We have to go here. We have to do 
plan this. We have to go there. Um, like two weeks, two weekends this month alone, I'm going to be going to Houston or three weekends technically. So, you know, the fact that we're able to do this, even though it's 1047 at night on a Saturday, like we're able to get together at least. And, you know, I'm very glad that we're able to. Yeah. But, you know, I just want to like clear the air. We're, yeah. st- we're still planning on doing episodes. We're just like, we're in a, <laughs> we're in a really tough spot yeah. right now. And I know that our listeners, uh, while we might not hear back from a lot of them, they are I, listening. I know that you guys are listening and we can't thank you enough thank you so for doing that. We really appreciate you guys. We love you guys. We would love to hear more from you guys. We so really if y'all would. ever have any questions. That would actually like, mean a lot to us, to be honest with you. Yeah. Just, I mean, we're not... Tr- we're not trying to get sympathy. We're just trying to tell you the situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Life life is tough. Life yeah. is tough, you know. And So to know that you guys are out there listening, that means the world to us. So, you know, if you guys could just be like, hey, guys, you know, I'm still here. I'm still listening. Anything like that, reach out to us on our Facebook page, WS Podcast, or on our social medias or anything. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, guys, I get it, you know. Or you could be like, guys, fuck you. I'm going to this <laughs> podcast. Or I'm going to this podcast. Yeah. You guys are, are nothing these days. Bunch of dick bags. Bunch of marks. But, uh, <laughs> yes, bitch. you know, but something like that. You know, we just want to let you guys know that we haven't forgotten about yeah. you. We, we want to do the podcast. It's just there's so much going on in our lives. You know, Tyler here, you know, back in the day just had to deal with a girlfriend. Now he's got a wife and two kids. Yeah. You know, I've got a job that makes me work very late at night so i'm not able to to we we can't get together after dynamite and do the podcast we can't get together after raw and talk about the podcast like we have to wait until i'm available you know which isn't until the weekends yeah and that's that's a it's a sad reality i don't like that i don't i would love for my job to provide better hours for me but unfortunately we're gonna find a position for you that's just in between that would be totally fine i would be more than happy to i would rock that you know but uh unfortunately for the time being that is not an available option for me so you know i apologize to our listeners if you're expecting weekly shows i totally understand i totally get it you want to hear thoughts about what's going on in the wrestling world um you know i remember a while back we had someone comment and said, you know, like I listen to you guys in between my college classes while I'm at university, you know, like in between classes, I'll, I'll pull up the episode and hear what you guys think. And I think that's awesome. That's cool. Like that's yeah. surreal to me that people still listen to the show and, <laughs> and hear what we have to, to think. But you know, we haven't forgotten you guys. We love yeah, you guys. We're not, and, you know, uh, we're not trying to let anyone down. It's just our life is just nuts sometimes. So. Yeah. And on top of all the work and stuff, uh, on top of a bears um, dad mode being activated, you know, I'm trying to sell a house. Like I'm trying, yeah. I'm in the process of a move. Like I had to convince my wife, like let the computer be the last thing that I, that I get rid of, that I have to box up because, you know, if we want to do a podcast, we, we have the capabilities, yeah. you know? So like, I want it to be where, like, the last thing taken out is the computer so that do we can a, take it straight into the new house. Do and a podcast where everything's empty. We're, we're live from the empty house right <laughs> no, before it's sold. <laughs> Noah's moving the chairs and stuff in the box. Like, yeah, okay, doing a great st- job. Don't take this fucking chair. We're trying to do a podcast. Yeah. Thing. Be quiet about it, would you? <laughs> Non-tattoo motherfucker. Uh, but, yeah, like, I want it to be where... At any moment, we are ready to go to do a show. So that if like if we do land an interview, cool. Or if we are av- av- available, 
to do the podcast, we can. Um, so, like, it'll be the, the last thing taken out of the house, and it'll be the first thing set up in the new house. So, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. That's what I want. So, again, just to let you guys know, you know, we're still planning on doing a. We're still planning on we, doing the podcast. You know, we, we like shooting the shit. We like talking yes. about wrestling. To be honest with you, <laughs> you were like, other than Doug, you're like the only friend that I have that can really talk about wrestling. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, I mean, there's a there's a uh, dude that I talk to wrestling about at work, but it's not as much. It's I mean, not the get, same. It's not the same. So I mean, all my other friends are not really into wrestling. Noah comes over, but he just watch, he just wants to hang out. That's all he mm-hmm. wants, which is fine. And he'll see certain things. Oh, that's cool. None of that. Yeah. He's just he's tuned. By out. the time main event rolls around, he's on his phone. He's, yeah, really. yeah, Um, but you and I, we we see the same things. Mm-hmm. We talk about it, and we understand it. And there's other people that like the way that like, I. Sorry to cut you off. The way the the way that I describe it to people, it's. This is, you know, our parents growing up, they had a poker night. They had a bowling league or something. They had golf that they were into. Like, that that was their hobby. Like, this is ours. This is yeah. our poker night. This is our D&D night. This yeah. is our, you know, whatever. Like, doing the podcast is our way of, like, our weekly get-together. Hey, man, how you doing? How, how you doing? How are, how, are, how are things, yeah. you know? Like, this is a way for us to keep in touch, yeah. you know, We've gotten to go on so many adventures yes. over the years, like, and I'm really hoping to be able to pull off some more. I hope so um, too. Uh, yeah, it just, just this right, you know, going doing stuff. It, mm-hmm. It's not done. I mean, it's tough with certain things. Yeah, it's not done. Yeah, like, you know, we got to go to a couple of shows, and we got to be invited to a few things, and we've gotten to interview some people, and you know, I was I would love to still be able to do that. It's just. Will we be able to in the immediate future? That's the question. So um, probably not anytime soon, but you never know. Like if if something happens to where I can, you guys know that I will be more than more than happy to. Like I've 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 gotten into things that I had no business getting into. You know, there's no way that I should have been able to talk to Sasha Banks, Roman Reigns, and all these other people. Like that I was BS so my way into so much stuff. Cool that you did that. Like I have BS my way into so oh many things. And if Ring Shut of Honor is listening, down. I am totally legit. Too legit. <laughs> I'm not to fake quit. at all. I am. I am a real podcast person, and <laughs> I am real podcast at, person. Those emails that I sent are legit. Just don't ask anyone else about me, okay? Well, you got new. We got new. Uh, I convinced owner. Ring of new Honor. Owner. New I, owner. I convinced. Yes, I convinced Ring of Honor at the time to let me go backstage at a show. I had no business being back there. Like, what the hell? I had to make up questions on the fly. I didn't know who I was going to interview until they started you know what's walking so to me. Crazy about that? Yeah. Because around that time, Joel was in a so-so mood, and yeah. she wanted me to stay back. <laughs> she. Felt so bad, and I was so pissed. I was like, you "Look ho- at this! You better hold that Look over her head this. forever." Was, I am so sorry. It's like the one time you wanted me to stay back. Mm-hmm. Daniel went to go interview all this <laughs> ROH guys face to face, and I could have done that too. Yep, you could have. That could have been it. And it's one thing to get to like do an interview over the phone with someone. You know, you don't get to do. You don't get to face. sit down the only face one was to Mark face. Henry. Yep. Yeah, that was the only one, but that was a good one too. That, yeah, it was really good. That was a lot of fun. 
So, you know, we hope to be able to do more, more awesome moments like that. You know, just please be patient with us. We love yeah. you guys, and we, we hope you still care about us as well. We love the podcast. We love talking about wrestling. Because, like, okay, don't get me wrong. I went through a period of I was fucking burned out, like, yeah. even when, way before uh, AEW. But, like, I'll tell you what. I'm already burned out and super annoyed with WWE. But, like, AEW is, like... It's revitalized a lot. Revitalized a lot. People made me feel like <laughs> sounds weird. Love again for mm-hmm. wrestling and all the stuff that they're going on. I mean, they have their own problems too, but yeah. it's not as bad as WWE. I'm like, I just love this place and like this is home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that's if that makes sense. Yeah, it's so cool. It's, it's like something a, new to grasp onto. Yeah, and it's, and it's good because yeah. you know you get burnt out on a company for so long, and they just do the same stuff that burns you out in the first place, and you're like, God. And then finally, this other company shows up. I was like, Hey, we're gonna provide something a little different. And you're like, Yes, that's what <laughs> well, I've been waiting for. You had companies that would do that, but like they would like catch my attention. I'll watch it every so often. Like TNA, like there was like this time period when Kurt Angle and Christian and all got there. It was great. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the years, TNA went ups and down, ups and down with different owners and different things. And they brought Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff on. <laughs> they shouldn't have. Yeah. But like there was a moment, there was more than a moment. There was a time period where TNA was really great. And mm-hmm. like they. They're like a cockroach. They're still alive. Yeah. Um, Somehow. Yeah. And supposedly, I haven't watched, obviously, but people are saying that Impact is like really good right now. So. Or at least pretty good. So I decided to look up some stuff about um, the Briscoes because going to what we're going to talk about. So with the ROH pay-per-view, we're going to have FTR versus the Briscoes again, which I was super shocked. Because we don't know what the hell is going on. Okay, so you have Tony Khan rebooting ROH, right? Mm-hmm. So what about the Briscoes? What about the Briscoes? No one's going to say too much. You know, you hear about like, well, what's it called? Discovery or whatever doesn't want the Briscoes because what Mark said years and years ago, whatever, even though they're great wrestlers. Yeah. But they're going to have that match. So I looked up and I was like, okay, well, from my understanding, they were on Impact for a while. So, you know how Impact likes to do, they did the Matt Hardy thing at his compound and other mm-hmm. stuff like that. Well, they did at the Briscoe's farm yeah. where the Good Brothers were fighting them or whatever. They just showed up and the Good Brothers are fucking goofy as hell, but funny. Mm-hmm. So, it was so they're on Impact. I don't know what the, the if their contract is like for a few months or whatever or per short, time, short term or whatever, but... They've been housed by Impact, which I'm I'm so grateful for because I didn't know what the situation with ROH and AEW if they were gonna boot them. Like, so um, I don't know what I was getting at with all that, but like, I can't wait for the ROH pay per view with FTR and Briscoes too, because even FTR said in that uh, promo that was like the hardest match they've ever did. That was a because you, you didn't get to watch it, but mm-hmm. that match was fucking nuts. Really was, yeah. In my opinion, I think well, FTR is on a run, man. They're on a good run, but like, I wouldn't. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they put the belts back on the Briscoes and somehow Tony convince the partners to just just go with them. Yeah, let Ring of Honor be its own thing. Like you know what I mean? Like Tony's good with statistics and telling people like people like you know he's he's very smart, intelligent man. I don't know. I don't know. It is what it is. I don't know what I was getting at. I just want to say all that tidbit. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and um, 
you know, with with the speculation that Ring of Honor is going to be coming back, they're just they're just like waiting for a deal. Basically, okay. they're waiting. They're from my understanding and speculation that Tony Khan is basically just like we're trying to iron things out. Maybe we can get a streaming service so that we'll have a platform for it, similar to how NXT was supposed to be, where it originally was. It's on the network. But then, you know, obviously, because AEW came around, they decided, no, take it off <laughs> the network, TV. put it on put it on live TV. I feel like that's going to be, that's the plan. Mm-hmm. And they're just waiting to figure out how are they going to do the streaming service. Because we don't know who's going to be part of this damn roster. No. You know what I mean? We know FTR is the tag champs. There's actually three guys that are on the independents right now that have the fucking ROH trios titles. Which AEW has not mentioned at all. ROH did ha- does have a RO, uh, trios title uh, stuff. Yeah, um, I forgot who has it. Mm. Um, Isn't it Shane Taylor? No, no, they lost it's it. It's like the dude who used to be with uh, Vincent, who was part of uh, Honor No More. Uh, now in Impact, it was the other guy with him, and then some other like hillbilly looking dude, and um, I don't know. Vincent Bateman and Dutch. Dutch. That's that's the guy. Yeah, Dutch. Vincent Bateman and Dutch. That's yep. very close to Budge. Budge. So they have the trio style, but our Tony hasn't even shown them. You know, and Vincent mm-hmm. signed with I thought Impact. Yeah. So I don't know. If, well, I don't know more people. I don't know if they signed like a long term contract yeah. or whatever. Because PCO is with them and yeah. Well, PCO is an Impact. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, maybe we'll get to see some of those at Ring of Honor Death Before Dishonor because that's going to be taking place Saturday, July 23rd, and uh, the price point was recently re- released. It's going to be $39.99. If you want to round up to $40, that's fine. Uh, but it's going to be $40 on Bleacher Report and Fight. Uh, currently, three matches listed so far. Samoa Joe versus Jay Lethal for the Ring of Honor TV title. What's up with Joe? Is he hurt? Huh? Is Joe hurt? I think he has been hurt. God. Maybe. I know, like the the uh, injuries have put the belt up. on Jay. Then <laughs> you might have to, um, as you mentioned, FTR versus the Briscoes for the ROH tag titles. Two. What should we, sorry to talk about that a little bit? It threw me off because yeah. they were trying in their promo saying you know people don't believe that we're still the best, so we want to have this rematch and stuff. And it's like it was kind of a weird way to get into it, but to have the them again. But like. Why would you have a, a second match just because of the match if the Briscoes are going to lose again? Mm-hmm. Why? But if they're going to have two and done, let FTR win. But if they were going to have if Briscoes win, then they're going to have FTR fight them again so they can have a third match. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. But whatever. We'll have to see. And then I think, um, no, what's his name? Uh, Jonathan Gresham is going to fight Lee Moriarty mm-hmm. on the next Rampage for the RH title, yeah. but you know he's going to he be turned, part of that paper. He turned on Rampage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the final match for the Ring of Honor Pure Title: Wheeler Yuta versus Daniel Garcia, and I'm really intrigued by this match because, according to speculation, um, the Blackpool Combat Club originally wanted to put Daniel Garcia in the group, but Jericho was like, "No, I want him to be part of my group," so they went with. Yuta instead, yeah. which Yuta was a fine fit. You know, they they sold the story perfectly to get him in there. But man, this is kind of like a uh, worlds collide type of thing. Like who who should have been in Blackpool Combat Club? They they, they both have to wrestle pure title uh, rules. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not a big fan of pure title. Uh, pure wrestling, I mean. What what do they call it? Pure, pure, not pure title. Pure wrestling. Pure wrestling, yeah. I mean, it's hold after hold. I mean, it, it, it's it's neat, but I refer to it as basically it's golf. Yeah. Everyone's quiet. Mm-hmm. And they do something like, oh, I get a point. Golf clap. Nice. Uh, <laughs> that was... Um, there was a match that w- you and I went to in New Orleans. I want to say it was Gulak, and I don't remember who else, but oh, they yeah. wrestled... Gulak and Timothy Thatcher. I think that was it. Yeah, where it was like that. It was I'm like everyone was quiet. That. I'm surprised, too. That was eight years ago. Yeah. I had to do math in my head. That was eight years That was 2014. Oh, God damn. Yeah. Quick maths. So, uh, time flies very quickly. Um, but, uh, yeah, because I remember that, and I was like, oh, my God, that was one of the coolest things. Like, because it was a completely different environment. Yes. Like, the crowd is quiet. Yes. They just, they wrestle. Yeah. It's nothing showboaty. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It's just different for me. You yeah. Know what I mean? It's I not for everybody, yeah. for sure. But it's like, if you watch it, and, you, and if you're respectful enough, it's one of the coolest yeah. things you can yeah. watch. Yeah. It's like, holy crap, that was cool. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to I'm really looking forward um, to that match. Uh, I'll talk to Daryl and see if I can order it and yeah. at my house. I, I want to say I have something planned for the 23rd, but off the top of my head, I don't know. Okay. I don't That's know what. Because uh, I know, like, I know I'm going to be in Houston on the 16th as well as the 30th. And for whatever reason, I feel like I have something planned on the 23rd, but I don't. Oh, I know what it is. Um, we're having a family garage sale, and then uh, my wife and I are going to see a movie that night. That's that's what it is. Thank you, come here. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Maybe I can catch the replay or Can't, something. Um, record it or anything. Yeah. I don't have one of those. Or depending on what time the movie lets out, maybe I can just run run over to your house and be like, hey, I'm going to watch the rest of this pay-per-view. I mean, the last, like, when Tony took over, that last ROH pay-per-view was freaking good, man. Mm-hmm. Really good. He's just, like, a cool dude, man. And he's so smart. And the people around him, like, just, like, I, I don't give a shit if you call me a mark. Like, but all, like, most of the shit with AEW is so good. And I, like, I just love to watch it. Yeah. Not everything's great. You know what I mean? There's stuff like, eh, so what? But, like, I let things slide because it's just this promotion is, is just a, a breath of fresh air, you know? Mm-hmm. Because, well, I say WWE is a dying horse, but it's not really a dying horse. Um, this is, I mean, WWE has some things that are interesting, but, like, we've watched it for years and years and years, and we beat a dead horse. Yeah. <laughs> talking about it, but. Uh, whatever. Like, you know, I hate to rag on WWE because, you know, they're still, like, the most watched program as far as wrestling goes. But, like, I tune in and I think to myself, like, as a young fan, what exactly would really be selling me on this product? You know? I don't know. Like, okay, so say if the kids of today, right, mm-hmm. they didn't watch AEW, whatever, they're watching WWE, but they grew up to, like, this stuff because mm-hmm. like when when i went up to dallas last year and we went to that dynamite show i took my nephew and, and my niece and they absolutely loved it 
even if even though there was like a lot of violence like there was one there was a texas death match yeah. and and they were like oh my god like that's was a that, lot of blood uh, it was lance archer uh, and uh it might yeah it was moxley and uh and that was the episode where they introduced uh gage nick gage because it was the the oh, trials of jericho or whatever it was yeah. tribulations or whatever so like they absolutely loved it because there was a lot of action and there wasn't a whole lot of you know like filler like i'm watching raw now and i'm like god there's so much filler <laughs> there's so much talking like they have someone do an entrance then they go backstage for a talking segment then they go to commercial then they come back and do a video package then they have another commercial and then they go back to the same person still standing in the ring then the next person does their entrance. i'm like 20 minutes has gone by nothing has happened <laughs> it's true like all they do is like recaps. Yeah. And it's like how it, are they doing so many recaps when nothing happens? What's so crazy is there's so many people in WWE that care for wrestler-wise and yeah. they're not like doing like things that interest me, you know what I mean? Mhm. Like I hate to say it, but like God, I hate to say it. Cody made things in WWE interesting he for did. me. Yeah. Cody revitalized it. And, and now he he's off hurt. the shelf. He's off the shelf. But I'll tell you this. Honestly, this injury, I think, is the best thing for him. That's just bad to say, but it is. Yeah. Because the longer he's on TV, the more there's an opportunity for the crowd to get tired of him, to get fatigued, and start to turn on him, which they've done before. Because, like, he comes out to a big pop. Then he has his match, and they start booing him because he does heelish things. He's a good guy doing bad things or whatever, however however he operates. So over the course of time, they start booing him. So he came in super hot. They kept it hot, and then he got injured. So he goes out hot, and they're going to keep that on the fan's mind. Like, oh, man, it's been a while since we've seen Cody. Oh, we got to see that video. How, how's, how's the recovery going? Because they're still going? keeping up with him, I think, through kind updates, of. right? Yeah kind yeah. of so it's kind of just like oh here's a glimpse of him so people like, oh oh there he is oh, yes cody. yes yeah, cody cody yeah so um so we'll talk a little bit about this because um uh so austin theory won the money in the bank i uh, that's crazy which is a shock to, to all because he wasn't it's even a good thing though. he wasn't in the match originally and so now people are like you can't have him cash in on roman reigns you can't have him cash in on brock lesnar why and not it, and it, well no here's the thing People aren't thinking long-term enough in WWE because I know they do a lot of short-term stuff. I think that this is uh, a long-term booking, okay. and I'll tell you why. So, obviously, we know, we all know Money in the Bank is good for one year, mm-hmm. right? Okay. If I were Vince and not involved in a sex scandal... <laughs> Which, Go luckily, on. I am not Vince, and I'm not involved <laughs> in a sex scandal. Which, by the way, oh, God. I wrote this down, and it's fascinating to me. So, he has spent at least, at least, here's what they found. He has spent at least $12 million on hush money for his God affairs. Damn. Honestly, I was expecting more. But here's the, here's the kibosh on it. When he bought WCW in 2001... $4.2 million is what he spent. He has spent nearly three times more <laughs> on his affairs than what he paid for WCW, so an entire wrestling company, 
library, likenesses, royalties, everything, $4.2 million. He bangs a couple chicks and <laughs> tells them to keep quiet about it and pays $12 million for it. Would you dress up as a chick to get banged by him for uh, a few million dollars? <laughs> Fun fact about that. Mickey James tweeted out saying, oh, so that's why I didn't get that raise. Because she didn't sleep with him. Oh, so is that implications that he tried? More than likely. Wow. Or just the fact that, you know, she asked for a raise, he was told no, and she was told no. And Well, if you touch this, maybe. Yeah. And it's like, holy Jesus. Um but anyways, back to Grankin. back to Austin Theory and Cody. Okay, so here's if I'm booking the storylines, yeah. here's how I do it. So obviously we know Cody's on the shelf yeah. for about eight more months, however long, right? He could power through it and be back maybe in six months, which would put you right at Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. So I say have Roman Reigns retain the title against Brock Lesnar and whoever else you put in his way. Okay? You have 2023 Cody Rhodes win the Royal Rumble. He's a surprise entrant. A lot of people would expect it, sure. Yeah. But think of the pop that they would get to have him come in. You put him at like 18, 19 or something like that. You go in, you fight, you fight, you yeah. battle. He comes out on top. Crowd goes ballistic. Cody's got his shot at Mania, right? Yeah. The whole purpose of him being there is to do what his father never did. Win the, the, win the big one. Win the title, right? Yeah. yeah. You've got a guaranteed shot at that against the biggest star WWE has had in the last decade, that being Roman Reigns, right? Yeah. That sells itself. Yeah. Just yeah, that yeah. one match, that's going to sell your WrestleMania. Oh, hell yeah. You don't even have to have Cody in there afterwards. You can have him make appearances similar to Roman Reigns, and as you get closer, obviously, you know, they have their stare down and all that to, to sell the story, which is fine because Paul Heyman can cover that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Paul Heyman can do that. The Usos can beat Cody down. You know, Roman can get his one up and all that. Anyways, you have your WrestleMania match biggest one of the biggest wrestlemania moments of all time cody defeats roman reigns for the title gets his crowning achievement his lifetime goal doing it for his father getting the moment that the Rhodes family has wanted Goldust didn't do it dusty didn't do it cody did it yes. he got the title he became champion the Rhodes legacy is solidified, defeating Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. He goes on to become champion for a while. You could have him have a couple of title I was defenses. About to say, I do not would. I would don't not take want it away right then and right there. there. Don't do that. Don't take it away because I would believe WWE would do that though. They would. They would. But let him have his moment. Yeah. Let him be that top star. And then as we get closer to Money in the Bank, because there's probably like four months between WrestleMania. Wait, so we just had it, what was it, June? So there's about two months, two to three months. You can have Cody as your champion. I feel like things would start to slow down because obviously the journey in in wrestling is what it's all about. The chase. The The chase, yeah, Yeah, exactly. He becomes champion, has a few title defenses. Cool. Finally, something happens. He gets beat down, but he barely escapes victory. 
in comes Austin Theory to cash in, mm. to steal that moment, to solidify himself as a top heel in the business, yeah. defeating you know Cody Rhodes, the man who took out Roman Reigns. I'm the guy who took out the guy who took you know who took out Roman Reigns. I would. I'm if, better than both of these guys. If they did it that way, I hope that this would actually help Austin Theory. But like in my head, in my negativity, if mm. they did do that, we're like, okay, well, you're gonna have that that title for a little bit, kid, and then you're gonna lose it, and then you're gonna yeah. go back fucking down. Like More than likely, else. like everyone else, you're gonna go back down, and you're never coming back up again. See, I That's don't think the negativity in my mind. Yeah, but I think they're trying to establish him as a big star. They actually have been doing great from what I've seen. You know, he is annoying, mm-hmm. but like you're not seeing like throughout the years they haven't been doing this with anyone. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're not even doing this with uh, Dominic. Dom, let's be honest. Dominic's not going to be that guy. He's not going to be a. Well, you are the son of Rey Mysterio, and Rey doesn't Mysterio matter. Does not he does not have it. Okay. There are there are a few that you can watch in WWE that when they step on screen, there's something about them. Mm-hmm. Okay, Austin Theory's got it. Dominic does not. Nothing to take away. When when Dominic gets on the microphone, okay, Austin Theory all day. Um, and I just blanked on his name. Oh my God, what's his name? What's that internet talk- star that just signed damn contract with WWE? Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I don't know Logan what, Paul Logan or Paul. Yeah. What's his status contract? He's what 25, 26, something like that. And he did great in his match, but like yeah. I know he's going to do stuff with the Miz, but like, are you going to put the belt on him? No, Give him a belt. No, no, he's just a special attraction. Yeah. Okay. Get his get his followers to follow us. I can't believe they signed him, but yeah. I will reserve judgment and see what he does because that match that he did was not bad. Yeah, even though I don't like the man, he's got work, but you know he's got work to do. So, you know, like I like I'm just I said, talking about like young guys. That's sure, what I was thinking. Yeah, you know, you you have a young talent in Austin Theory. No offense to Dominic Mysterio, he's a talented individual. He's not. I'm. I'm I will yeah. go out and blast him. You know, he doesn't have it. You know, Rey Mysterio does. Dominic, not so much. Give him some more time, some more practice. You don't think I so? I don't think so. What? I don't think more so. More training. He would have to perform a miracle on a mic. Like, oh, he's okay. He's okay in the ring. Mike. He's like, he's so lanky. Yeah. You know, not to take, not to like body shame or anything like that. But like, there's just something about it. Like, when you watch it, you just understand. You're like, this person's got it. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you hear like a news reporter for the first time, you're like, that person could use some work. Or man, that person is really good. You know, it's just it's the same with Dominic. He's trained by his dad, which is great. That's a per- an amazing person yeah. to have trained you. However, you can't talk. And yeah. while you can learn to talk, there's just something missing. You know, and and that leads me into the next topic, which is the rumors of possible street profit splitting. So, like, they, WWE have introduced this with, like, no backstory. They're like, what's this we hear of, like, dissension in the, in the street profits? It's like, where is this coming from? When did he this happen? He fucking split tag teams. Yeah. Because he's stupid ass. But he's here's the thing. So, so, people are talking, like, you know, if they do 
you know, oh, they're, you know, they're not going to become great single stars. Well, I think Montez Ford will. I was going to say, I feel like that's a half-truth. Because when you watch the Street Profits, there's D'Angelo Hawkins. Uh, yeah, Hawkins? Yes, yeah. Yes. A great talent. He's got size, which is beneficial. He's got speed, which is beneficial. But there's just something lacking there. When you put Montez Ford out there, he is oozing with the charisma. Oh, yeah, man. He gets in the ring and does stuff that not everyone can do. Mm-hmm. He clears the top rope over the over the ring post to, to crash onto somebody. His frog splash from the heavens Ooh, is like high. nothing you've ever seen. Yeah. And he's got that charisma. He's got something in the ring. And you can tell he's like bulking up a little bit. And he's still able to do that. There's something about him. You know, not to take anything away from uh, D'Angelo. Yeah. But there's something about Montez. You can't explain it. It's just there. And with Austin Theory and Montez Ford, I think you've got two big stars in the making. But what's their ages? Uh, for Montez Ford. Well, let's see. I think, what, he's early 30s, maybe. I could be wrong. I don't know. He's looking up right now. 32. 32. So you've got five, six, seven years of solid stardom. Yeah. That you could have. But you got to strap a rocket to his back. you got to do something good. Knowing WB, they're not going to do it yeah. because they're so... Angelo Dawkins choosy. is uh, 31. Everyone, it's up and down, up and down. It's like... They're hot on, like, Vince McMahon, it's like toys to him. Like, oh, okay, no, this toy's pretty cool. No, I'm done with this toy. Mm-hmm. It, that's all it is with him, you know. And, like, I know there's cycles and stuff, but he's so very fucking hot and cold on, like, a lot of people. And you can see it throughout the years with all these wrestlers that have come and gone. Because one thing, oh, I don't like this about him. And then they get fucking shut down. And before you know it, they leave the company. Because... Vince doesn't like this one damn thing, but that's mm-hmm. not for everyone. Yep. So, you know, like I said, there are a few wrestlers in WWE right now that just have that it factor. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't explain it. You just have to see it. You yep. just have to feel it. Yep. And yep. I feel yep. like those two could be beneficial to WWE in the long run. It's so fucking nuts to think about you have... Two young guys on the main roster. I'm yeah. talking about 20s. I'm just talking about 20s. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about 30s. It's only Dominic and and uh, Austin Theory. Yeah. You should and be I would, having more. And I would love to be wrong about Dominic. I would love yeah, to be wrong about Dawkins. Like, I hope that they are big stars one yeah. day. Yeah. But, like, watching it, you just don't feel that big star power. Like, when, when The Rock or when Stone Cold walked out, you're like, oh, my God, these guys are stars. When The Undertaker came out, it was, oh, my God. But when Kane came out, I was like, oh, my God. But then you get guys that just, like, don't matter, and you're like, okay, they're and there. There's a lot of different issues. Like, they may not have it or the pressure behind, you know, the curtains with uh, certain management and stuff like that. But also, back then with The Rock and Stone Cold, from my understanding, there wasn't – all what's happening now with like all these writers and all this like stuff with like the writers writing stuff and going through vents and like I could be wrong I don't know I mean maybe it's a little different back in the 90s and attitude era mm-hmm. but they have their own like circumstances and all their stuff that they had but like I think it's different now yeah I know Mick Foley says it's different now. I think Stone Cold says it's different now too. Yeah, and it's still it still like blows my mind the fact that John Cena has been in the WWE for 
about years. about 20 years and then you look at like stone cold steve austin and the rock who were there for like six or seven years wait what about rock rock was probably like five or six years no really somewhere around there you serious like as a full-time no, stone cold yes yeah but the rock God, I bet I bet John Cena's body is just aching all the time. Yeah. So The Rock joined in '96. Okay. And he was already gone by the time WrestleMania 20 came around because, like, he that? came he came back to rejoin the Rock and Sock connection, and that was 2004. God, those those few years felt like it stretched longer than that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he joined in 96 and was gone by 2004, which is 12 years. And John Cena was. And John Cena was there for like 18 <laughs> years. They put the fucking company on. Miz back, has been there for over like 15 years. Wow. They put the company. They put the thing. I guess the company on John Cena's back, man. Yeah. They really did. I'm mistaken. Technically. He was listed, Stone Cold was listed in WWE for eight years. Began in 95 and wrestled for eight years, supposedly, with sporadic appearances from 2004 to current day. He entered in January of 96 is when he entered, and that was uh, the ringmaster. (laughs) The ringmaster. Yeah. And then, and then he retired WrestleMania 19, which was 2003. He came back for another match. Yeah. So seven years, somewhere around there. Seven, eight years. Yeah. But still, you think about it. Like, they were in there for a, a very short time. But it felt longer than it that. It felt, yeah. It felt so big because it was such a big time in wrestling. Yeah. Where it was like every week mattered. Now it's just like, whatever. It's all <laughs> Whatever whatever good lord yeah but uh you know at least they're they're trying to make new stars you know in austin theory and montez mm-hmm. ford and live morgan more yeah i mean live morgan winning the money in the bank that was a huge was moment a for her that was a shock it's like what live morgan yeah really? and then she went on to cash in on ronda rousey that night that blew my mind i was become like, the new smackdown women's oh, champion really like I know it sounds bad, and like I don't dislike her, but it just threw me for a loop. Like, yeah, but that's good. Finally, put it on someone and like push. Give them. someone a chance, you know. Good, good, good. So take it off of Ronda, please. <laughs> like, good lord. Whatever. It's nuts. I will be okay if Ronda does not return to WWE. Yeah, I've. I think I like. At first, I was like, "Yeah, hell yeah, she's here. She was a, such a badass," and then like. She ne- she didn't come from this world, so not only did she not come from it, she doesn't want any part of it. Yeah, because she got mad and think like, hey, don't get me wrong, the fans are fickle, but not all the fans are bad. You know what I mean? Now you classify them all as like toxic and bad and all that stuff. And there's yeah. there's fans out there that love you and adore you, and you're gonna shit on them once you once you crap on the fans. Like it's pretty much over. Yeah, it's like, like now we don't like you. You don't like us. We don't like you. Yeah, go. There's the door. Get on out of here. She was part of the last DLC that dropped for <laughs> WWE 2K22. Uh, yeah. Did you get it? Uh, I got to download it. I haven't, like, because <laughs> I haven't been playing for, like, 
two weeks. Yeah. With all the stuff going on, so. Nice. I downloaded the stuff before it, but I need to download it. I need to play it again. Because <laughs> it hits different, you it know? It does. You got to get in on that. <laughs> yes. But, um. I'm waiting for the last DLC, man, when you can play as Logan Paul and Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but while we're speaking about the ladies, Paige, uh, officially nice. done with WWE. Well, yeah, that was a rumor, and then it officially it was officially done. So she's like, "Well, she basically made an announcement saying, hey, my contract is going to end on July me sixth or whatever.' Yeah, pretty much, not do shit. So pretty much, she's like, "Hey, my contract's coming up. They're not going to renew. So just they didn't do nothing know. to her since she was still kept her Twitch, right? Hmm. I mean, they they didn't do anything. No, they to didn't do her. anything. Okay. Mm-mm. No, because I mean, it's like she she got to get some income somehow. Mm-hmm. Well, she's not getting paid from WB. I'm sure she is in some way. Yeah, but it's like okay, well, not as much. We're not going to have you be on TV. You can't wrestle. You can't. We're not going to have you go appear anywhere. So I'm just going to sit here. And that uh, ESPN show or whatever they had got canceled, and she was part of that. Was yeah, it, was it ESPN or no? Fox. Fox. It was yeah. a Fox deal. Yeah, yeah. When CM Punk joined. Yeah. So, uh, she's she's making it seem like she wants to step in the ring somewhere in some capacity. She'll probably do it for her father's promotion. Maybe. We'll see. But, you know, best of luck to her. Yeah, yeah. Um, while we're still on the topic of, uh, of WWE, there was a cryptic promo video uh, during Money in the Bank as well as Raw that... Uh, a lot has a lot of people speculating there was a, an olympic medal and if you look closely there are some uh, dudley boy glasses some hardy armbands and a texas license plate with latino heat on fire um but most people are hoping that it was uh bray wyatt but i really don't think so because none of those things pertain to him so wasn't that kind of like hellfire so kane stuff too maybe maybe but uh a lot of people are saying it's probably edge uh because since he was <sighs> taken out of judgment day don't it's get me like, started okay. that shit i know things change with cody and like but they just fucking started judgment day gave him a new theme and, and then they, they have him lose I'm like, oh man come on the new version of him already losing yeah i knew that was gonna happen because <laughs> edge is not part of it edge mm-hmm. was their saving grace yep Really was. We want them to be spooky. Make Edge be a little bitch and lose all the time. <laughs> little, did someone say little bitch? <laughs> Where's the papers? Who's got papers for me? Who's well, got like, papers? Seriously, and then he's gonna get with people and they're gonna beat the Judgment Day's ass and they're gonna get trashed on. That's just like, uh, oh my god, what's what T Bar and what was that group? Retribution. Yeah. Oh God! Don't get me started on that group. <laughs> that was bad. But no, like they lost it, and like what sucks is like that group needs to be doing something because they have three guy or three people in that group that should be at the top. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And now they're gonna get shit on. Yep. Put them uh, chasing the twenty four seven title. <laughs> there you go. Oh, you're on TV, aren't you? Damn it! That's good shit. Um, while we're impersonating Vince McMahon, for those who haven't heard, been sleeping under a rock, Vince McMahon is currently being investigated. Uh, we've already mentioned he spent at least $12 million on hush money for affairs. Um, 
He was backstage at this week's SmackDown, and reports were that business as usual. That's uh, that's how he was Walking operating. No, nothing's wrong. Yep, I didn't know not addressing up. any of the allegations. Uh, however, Vince's documentary that Netflix was apparently working on is reportedly being canceled. Good. Apparently, they heard about the allegations. They're like, nope, cut that off right now. Good, we have good, no good, part good, in it. Good. We're not doing it. Good. So makes good. you wonder how much they've already filmed, and the people are kind of like, uh, wait. We just spent like a year of our life following this guy around. Yeah, that must that must suck. But <laughs> you know, stuff comes out and that you did, and it was wrong. So you got to pay the consequences, which I don't know what's going to happen to him. What you said, if they do find out if it was, we don't know if it was paid with WWE money, then that's a problem. But if it was his own money, I don't know. You you thought that. Well, that's that's where the that's where the issue is. Yeah. If it was out of his own account, they're like, whatever. You paid you paid someone to sign an NDA, whatever. But now that, everyone that, knows they're gonna be like standoffish with him. No, it, that that doesn't even have anything to do with it. I'm sure many people backstage were aware of the situation. You know, some of these things you just can't hide. But the the problem lies with WWE is a publicly traded company. So if you're using WWE money yeah. to pay off these women, that's where the problem lies. Because they have to be transparent about where this money is being spent so that people will say, okay, well, I don't like where this is going. I want to sell my stock. So if he was not, if he used WWE's money to pay them and didn't disclose it, then that's where the big issue is and that's what could get him fired. Do you think he's dumb enough to do that? I mean, I want to say no because, like, <laughs> he's supposed to be like a billionaire genius. But so, what about uh, what's his name? People power. John Laurinaitis. Yeah, apparently he's fucked. Like, if anything, he's definitely going to be the fall guy. Oh God. So, I wonder if uh, the Bella's mom has left him. Probably not. People power. Because they're like, hey, whatever it takes to be on top. Just ask Nikki. I don't ask Nikki. I didn't say that. Strike that from the record. <sighs> but no, man, I, I don't know. But now he's he's still ahead of creative. I'm like, fuck. He's still ahead of creative? Get yeah, that right. motherfucker out, man. <laughs> like, I know that's his baby. That's That was his dad. This is his dad's company. Mm-hmm. But, dude, you're so out of fucking touch. You and your right hand jerk off man, uh, what's his name? Dunn, Dunn. Kevin Dunn. Y'all, are, y'all, you two are out of touch. I would even say Bruce Pritchard's out of touch too. Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> I think I don't know. I don't know the situation and other people out there. I, I think like everyone bow, bows down to Vince. Bow down to the. So you're gonna do whatever you have game. to do to retain your job. So, mm-hmm. but who, who am I? I'm just a stupid fucking Mark. So <laughs> you're such a Mark. Mark is bitch. Um, while we're talking about, um, kind of spacing <laughs> out there. I was trying to do a segue, and that was yeah, kind of fail. Legal problems. Oh. There we go. Let's talk about legal problems. Okay. Uh, Jeff Hardy uh, has pled not guilty in his DUI case, which. 
I don't know how that's going to work out because there's kind of video evidence in the situation with the cop following him as he's swerving on the road, stumbling to get out of the car, failing the, you know, failing the, the tests that the cops are performing on him. Like, I don't know how you could plead not guilty in a DUI under these circumstances. Like, this is not helping your you know, career. It's so crazy. That just threw everything out of the whack. Oh, out, yeah. Out of whack mm-hmm. because it was supposed to be what? The Hardys were supposed Hard- to win the match. Hardys versus uh, Young Bucks versus Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Yeah. So it just threw it out of whack, man. I mean, from my understanding, the Hardys were booked to win that match. So they can go and do So their, they could have their farewell moments, you know? Matt is doing this thing with Christian. Yeah. And also have matches in... I mean, I think I think he filled Jeff's spot in AAA. Yeah. I think that's what... Oh, I he read. did. He, yeah, he got someone else to wrestle, be his tag partner at Triple Mania. Who was it? <laughs> Johnny Hardy. John... Not no, Johnny Morrison? Moon, though. Yep, Johnny Wrestling. Johnny Hardy. Yeah. So he came out dressed as one of the Hardys? Kind of, yeah. You guys should have a picture later. <laughs> yeah. It was a weird. It was. I saw a match where he was, I don't know his name in AAA, but it was basically Kalisto. It was it was Matt Hardy versus Kalisto. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know his name now. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. Johnny Hardy. Yeah. That's what it was. You got it up right now? Yeah. <laughs> he looks so stupid. Yep. So he was uh he was the replacement at uh Triple Mania Triple X. Hey, I'll tell you what, the Hardys have been through some ups and downs, dude. They sure have. Both of them. Not just Matt, not just Jeff together with their powers combined. <laughs> they <laughs> are they've fucking been up. Some shit. Yeah. <laughs> they are fucking up. He was trying to do the Jeff Hardy like pelvic thrust in the arms. Mm-hmm. Got it nailed. God, <laughs> it's sad, you know. There's like, if you think about it, in the last month or so, month and a half, there's a lot of plans that have been changed from injuries from the Jeff Hardy thing. Like CM Punk got injured, Brian Danielson got injured, Jeff Hardy thing. Like, there's there's other people who've got injured and stuff. There's so many things. You know what I mean? Like, I'm already sad mm-hmm. that CM Punk got hurt. I mean, no, I know. I'm sad that anyone got hurt. Don't get it twisted. But, like, I'm just, like... It's sad to see, like, how many back. stars. He yeah. just came back. Mm-hmm. And, like, don't get me wrong. Like, CM Punk holds a, a weird special place in my heart. So weird. <laughs> so weird. Uh, <laughs> and have him back is actually a treat. Yeah. It really is, and to see him happy is a fucking treat. Mm-hmm. And it it was sad for him to get hurt and see him, you know, go. Yeah. And in other injury news, Santana suffered a knee God. injury during the blood and guts match, and it was like twenty seconds after him entering the match. Uh, and it was crazy because, like, you know, I I saw like I watched the match, I saw and it, I, and I didn't recognize it. Yeah. And then after the match, everyone was like, why wasn't Santana at the top of the match? And then reports yeah. are coming out like, oh, he's injured. So like, I went back on my DVR, and I just basically hit rewind. And you can just see him in the corner of the cage for like the majority of the match. Mm. And I'm like, dang, when did this happen? Like, you, I could have sworn know, I saw yeah. And like, it's literally like he walks in, steps through the ropes, does a, does a move. Hurts they, himself. They go, 
They go to a wide shot. They come back to him, doesn't move, and he's injured. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. It sucks. It yeah. really does. So there's no time timetable currently for his return or the severity of the injury. The has rumor been is he was trying to leave. That's one of the rumors is that his contract was coming up. He was like, you know what? I might just go do my own thing. But now it's kind of like, shit, you know, what do I do? Because Tony Khan has said, we're going to take care of him. The way that he worded it was like, Weird. as best as we can. Weird. For as long as we can. So it's like until I guess until his contract is up or something, or maybe and he has they'll to take care of himself. Yeah, then or or then you know it could have been like he knows that he wants to leave, so he's saying we'll take care of him as long as his contract is with us. Yeah, and maybe we'll offer you like two months or something, or you know, because they did that for a couple of wrestlers in the past. I wonder if Ortiz is going to leave too. Are they going to separate? See, that's the thing. That's what got people speculating about it because like apparently they're they're not like standing side by side when they they come out anymore and like you know you know it's so crazy to think okay I'm gonna make a reference to uh Dark Order Super Smash Brothers um because Stu Grayson and, Un- and Evil Uno mm-hmm. well uh Grayson left he did so they were attacking for a long time so mm-hmm. if you watched AEW this past week mm-hmm. they came out and announced their stain yeah. With AEW. Yeah. So. Maybe they'll have a new leader come in soon. Well, I don't know how that's going to work with negative one. Why negative one thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because if you want the. What thing, better way to establish yourself as a heel cult leader than attacking a child? Actually, be pretty great, <laughs> to be honest with you. Because if you want them to go in a different direction and, like, kind of go, you have someone step up. But, like, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen, but like I felt like Uno would stay with all the stuff he does, with like press and like he's on he he has his own channel, his Twitch, and I think he does stuff with uh, G four too sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, all the like the perks that come with AEW, I think he enjoys. Yeah, I really I really do. Just like with Danhausen and Adam Cole and other people like showing up to G4 and doing that stuff. They all play video mm. games. They all have a Twitch channel. Even fucking Chuck Taylor has a Twitch channel. I didn't know mm. that. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. he plays video games? Yeah. Cole Cabana does. Like you wouldn't think Leva Bates, guys, the librarian, she's got one. You wouldn't think these people would do it, but then they're like, "Okay, mm. I can do this to make Fuego extra Del Sol money. has one. Yeah. Miro's got one. They all want to make extra they love video games, but they Oh, well, they all play together play. too. Yeah. Brandon Cutler's got one. Cuz don't they all get together and play? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, and they all, from time to time, do stuff with G4. Yeah. Too. I said that three times. Uh, they do something with what? But there's perks. There's perks. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what went through Stu Grayson's head. I know we kind of know what went through Alan Angel's head. He said, yeah. you know, what he wanted to he do. Want, yeah. And he's already appearing in Impact. So, I mean, yeah. good for him. And to, to be honest, like, WWE would not be a good fit for no, him. I feel like Impact is a I good fit. I don't even know how old Alan J- Angel, bleh, Alan Angels is. I don't know. I accidentally licked the mic. Didn't mean to. Don't like it. I got it. It tastes weird. Okay, we're looking up Alan Angel's age right now. He 28. 28. I don't know. I doesn't say. Alan Five Angels? He was born in 98. That can't be right. God, that's so old. You're He's old. 24. That's a good age. That's a great age. They actually put him in WWE. Yeah. They want some stars because they got those green ass people it's on. It's going to hone NXT. his craft and impact. You know, I'm going to be. That sounds weird. I didn't think he would go to impact. I thought you were going to do more indies and hone your craft 
and then try to do the bigger promotions. But mm-hmm. that's not here or there. Speaking of joinings, Claudio. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, that was a pleasant man. surprise. Uh, so they, they showed a, a package with him and Jake talking this week. But the last, like, the pay-per-view and the week after, he said, like, match and match. And, like, you know, you had Zack Sabre Jr. on the pay-per-view. And then you had Blood and Guts. So it was really cool, man. Like, and mm-hmm. I was hyped. Like, uh, and Blood and Guts, the first two people, the first people was, like, Claudio mm-hmm. and Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Which was... Uh, Fresh new matchup. Yeah, I, I love like that. that shit. I was like, "That's brand new. They never fought before." I love that blood and guts match. By the way, it was really good. It was really good. It was really good. And very bloody. Some people make it turn some, off. With some that might stuff. think it was too bloody. <laughs> so yeah, some people got turned off with, but I I love it. And yeah. hell yeah, Claudio and Claudio joining the Blackpool Combat Club. Mm-hmm. Like that is cool. So cool. Good and, choice. Uh, I even heard Booker T saying, like, man, that's one that WWE is probably going to regret They dropped go. the fucking ball on him. Yep. Everyone was telling – I felt like it was basically Vincent seeing nothing in him and everyone saying, like, oh, everyone is saying that he's – I don't see this shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're blind, old man. You don't know fucking shit. <laughs> tell him. You tell that billionaire. You are out of touch, dude. He is, like, the strongest guy around, man. Mm-hmm. He's a Swiss Superman. Pound for pound. He may not look it, but he's so strong. Yeah, so strong. And then like, oh, he looks it. <laughs> well, maybe not in Vince's eyes. I don't know what Vince thought. I'm not. I'm not around Vince. I'm not. You know, one of his um, yes men. So I don't know. Yeah. Yes, Vince. Yes. Uh, I will go get your laundry and uh, pick up your uh, cat from the, the vet. I doubt he has a cat. Um, he has a bull. <laughs> Maybe he has a dinosaur, like Luchasaurus, who has turned evil along with Christian Cage. That was a good segue. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you what, this this turn from Christian Cage is actually pretty good and entertaining. He's it's, like taking some it's real worth, good jabs. It's worth watching. And he's got the big keep, guy with him. I like keep he waiting. Does. He's got the problem solver. Yep. This time it's Luchasaurus. Not Tyson Saurus. Tyson Saurus. God. Uh I'm I'm waiting for the day when Jr. calls him a creepy little bastard again, but he hasn't done it yet. I don't know if he will. Dude, like, it's so brutal. It's like, what did he say the first time? It's like, oh well, I think uh, uh, Jungle Boy's mom is a little sweet on Christian Cage. <laughs> I think that she wanted me to be his dad. You know, he yeah. has a dad. His dad's dead. That was like, oh my god. Yeah. Like obviously in wrestling, you know. You talk to him beforehand, get the all clear, and I'm sure they were He's okay with so it. He's so good. But, He's so good. Man. But his delivery on it is like so, like dagger, turn, and pull. Yeah. Like, oh God, you're gutting me here. Um. And it's Luchasaurus just, donning the black dinosaur mask, the man, and the new entrance along yep. with the music and all. It's like, holy Not green, cow, black. Yeah. Everything's black. He's he is evil. Yep. So evil. did they explain why he turned? They were about to, and then Matt Hardy came out and oh, interrupted, and that's where he was. Yeah. You know, oh, you're not even you're you're riding you're your brother's you're you know, a hypocrite. You, yeah, Matt. you're riding your brother's <laughs> coattails for one last run, ignoring like, his problems oh, and all that. You whatever came out, or whatever, he said whatever came out of your mouth, like it, it makes uh, Jeff seem like the sober one. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's like, oh, I'm like damn, dude, you <laughs> cut me to the shot, nut cut, shot, cut me to the core, Baxter. <laughs> God damn. 
But, so uh, good, so good. Yeah. I will give props. So Luchasaurus has a new theme. It's very dark and e- very evil. Not very nice, very evil like Danhausen, but very dark and very evil. Orange Cassidy also has a new theme as well. Jane by Jefferson Starship. I'm so used to the Pixies. Yeah. I'm like, uh, there's nothing wrong with Jane. From my but understanding, like, this was his indie theme. Like, this is the song I that thought, he used on the independent circuit. I thought What's It Called was also his independent theme. They may have used both. I don't know. I don't know. That's what it is now. Dude, Orange Cassidy, the Dude's best friends, and Danhausen, they're so cool. Yeah. They are. Even though uh, Danhausen is the uh, uh, lawyer for Orange Cassidy, just that promo. <laughs> yeah. Like,. And after they like shoot off uh, Mark Sterling and uh, Tony's niece, um, Tony's niece, <laughs> like after they said the stuff, if you watch that promo, he's just like double five and keep five and uh, Chuck and Trent. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, like they're so laid back, but they could be badass when they want to like best friends with Orange Cassidy. They're 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 mm-hmm. just cool, man. Mm-hmm. They're just so cool. Well, I don't know what Chuck trailer, Chuck trailer, Chuck trailer. Wow. That's a name. That's a name. That's there you go. A new creative That'll be like if he ever like if he ever gets kicked out of Best Friends, he's going to be like down in the dumps, like how Chuck they do with bum ass Corbin. He's going to be Chuck Trailer. Unless he turns heel and he's Dustin. <laughs> no, he'd be Chuck Trader. Chuck Trader. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, by the way, I just picked up I found a GameStop his action figure. Nice. Picked up. But like, I don't know. I don't know what his future holds. I don't know if he's going to stay with AEW, but, like, he's older, mm-hmm. and so is other people, and, like, they've been to so many promotions. Like, I'm not telling them what to do, and they can do what they want, but, like, you might as well stay with where the money is. Bitch, don't tell me what you to know do. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. and I think... Get the money while you can. Best friends are still fairly in a good position. Mm-hmm. You know? Speaking of... They haven't been put to pastor, so... Not knowing what the position or what the future holds for the person... Uh, this would be the final. This is the final segue. I promise. You know, oh, this is the last story that I've got. Um, Jr. possibly stepping down as full time commentator, at least on Dynamite. So they've had him the past couple of weeks come out in the second hour of Dynamite. Yeah, I noticed. And that. now it looks like they've got him doing Rampage. So he's doing like who they boot from Rampage. Well, they switched Taz. So Taz was on Rampage, and now okay. he's doing like the first hour. Taz, my balls. So it's like Taz, Excalibur, and Tony do the first hour of Dynamite. Then Taz, Excalibur, and JR do the second hour of Dynamite. And then JR, Excalibur, and Jericho, I think, are doing Rampage. I don't know. But... I think this is start the probably the start of the end for for Jr. Yeah. You know, not to knock him or anything, but I think we can all agree from a professional standpoint, he's not in his prime anymore. No. He's he's not what it once was. No. He can still go. He helped AEW get going. He did, and he can still go when the big matches happen. Yep. But if you listen to him. <laughs> Like, yeah, in a regular match, it's just he's not as ecstatic as he used to be. You know, it sounds like he's he's trying, but it's just not there anymore. JR, say this. Wubba lubba, dub dub. Well, no, not even that. No, I just want to say It's that. just, you know, when something happens, he's like, you know, someone get out here. My God, what's happening? Like, like he's just casually going through it. Yeah. You know? 
as opposed to like adding to it. You know, Tony and Excal- Excalibur like emphasizes everything. <laughs> Tony just agrees with everybody. Excalibur also puts Taz in his place. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like Tony tends, he, he tries a little bit and he also is always always like, yeah, that's a good point, Jim. Yeah, that's a good point, Excalibur. You know, that's a great, that's a great point. Exactly. That, yeah. That's what you said. But, you know, I feel like JR is in, we're, we're approaching the end. Um, maybe in the next year, he'll probably just do Rampage, and then shortly thereafter, maybe he'll be backstage helping. He'll um, probably have a role with the company doing something. Yeah, and we also have to keep in mind, he's still dealing with the skin cancer stuff. Yeah. You know, like, his treatments are done, but he's still having to heal. He's getting he's getting up there in age. Oh, you is know. he 60-something? He's, yeah, he's definitely up there. 70-something. Something like that. But um, we want Jr. as long as we can. No. I mean, I know. Like, I he's, mean, he's, he's he's seventy years old. Damn. So realistically, how much more can he really go? You know. So you have to think within the next year or two, he'll probably not be on TV anymore. So if you're a big fan of Jr. like I am, appreciate the time that we've got yeah. with him because you know we don't know how much longer he's going to be on TV. That's true. But um, you know, while he's still here, he can still help make moments. And all that, because uh, like, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say like the the blood and guts match when Sammy got thrown off the top. There wasn't that big Jr. moment. Like I feel like it got passed to Excalibur to kind of pass that on. Um, like there are certain moments that happen in matches, and Jr. just seems to like miss or just not even care. Yeah, you no, know, he's he's a former shell. Yeah. So. Like I said, not not to the point that he once was. I'll tell you what I'm enjoying. There's one person that. Last, I know this week and maybe the week before, like he's kind of been on fire. He's part mm. of a team, but Ricky Starks, yeah. And the match that's coming up this week is that Fighter Fest? No, what are they? Fighter Fest is two weeks. Yeah, two this, weeks. this coming week and the following threat week. Threat tag team match between the Bucks, uh, Team Taz, and uh, Basque swerving his glory or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking forward to. It. I think it's gonna be a great match all around. I wouldn't um, be surprised if Swerve like betrays Keith Lee and joins Team Taz. They need another person because Cage and then and then Cage Hook's and Hook doing his own thing. Yeah, Hook's doing his own thing because there was originally four, including mm-hmm. yeah, I said uh, Powerhouse, not Powerhouse. What's Cage. his name? Cage and uh, Starks. Hook. Yeah. So no, I think it would be actually. I don't know. I don't know what you would do with Swerve, to be honest with you. But, like, I think the Bucks would probably retain so they just got the titles. But, yeah. like, I wouldn't mind, like, something good for Starks and Hobbs because they're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, okay, I've heard Hobbs talk, but this last week, is he hoarse when he was hollering? He sounded very hoarse. I don't remember. Um, I'm trying to think of some other shit that's going down. I don't know. So we're going to have a feud between House of Black and Darby Allen and Sting. We're also going to see uh, Malachi Black and Miro, which I was... Oh, because Miro's going after them. Yes. This is weird. They're both heels? <laughs> Miro's kind of turning face, I think. 
but I love the promo that he cut on oh, him. Yeah. We were like, "You collect soul, you collect broken skulls and or bro- broken sco- souls, and I'm the one who breaks them or something like yeah. that." Like I love the, oh, the promo that he did. Oh, that's gonna be fucking hard hitting between both of them. Hell yeah, I'm looking and forward to that match. I don't know. Then I saw something. I don't know where. I think it's called Rev Pro. Uh, Pac is gonna, gonna defend, defend his title against some. So is he gonna defend it in different promotions? Maybe. Maybe this is how they keep the forbidden door open a little bit. They keep it cracked open. Because Okada said that he was going to be the one to close the door. Really? Yeah. He was like, now that I've wrestled here, for now, the forbidden door is closed. Oh. And then they had, like, Dynamite or Rampage. Where is forbidden door located? (laughs) In the the warming embrace of a Tony Khan hug. Oh, God. (laughs) What do you have uh, you seen like the people like giving Tony Khan shit about hugging Claudio and Okada and all them? He's just a giddy dude who's so excited to be, and it's weird looking, but he's like he puts his head into it, like yeah. he loves this person, yeah, and like you want to give him shit. He's so passionate about wrestling, like why give he's him? He's so shit? passionate and probably on his eighth hit of cocaine. Yeah, why do you like? <laughs> he's being super honest. Yeah. Like why want you why do you want to shit on that even though yeah. it looks weird? If he just got done doing a speedball, like who are we to judge? <laughs> I love this dude. <laughs> yeah. Like don't I'll, shit on him. He's like so I'll, good. He's like I watched the scrum and he was like, guys, I've never done this before, but like I gotta run to the restroom real quick. I'm like, what if you went and like did a hit did a hit? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I got a little something on my nose real quick. Had to, you know, yeah. Had to you know, it was Ooh, it was let's that. Go, let's go. Let's uh. It was that non-alcoholic beer that Moxley some, uh, had. Non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, that's what it was. I had to go break the seal. Uh, how do you feel about uh thunderstorm? I think it's forced. It is because their names. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't like. I love Thunder Rosa, mm-hmm. but they're not like really pumping up her championship run. And Tony no. Storm, I really don't care. Um, sounds bad. It does, but like, there. God, and we've talked about this. There's only so many titles and only so many storylines you can have, and it's tough. And here's the one main like critique that I have for AEW is that when you only have one female match per show, you can't advance storylines very yeah, well. More, and good God, can we talk about Ruby Riot? Or not Ruby right? Ruby Soho. Yeah. Putting yeah. her arm in the doorway. Like, could you not have had any member of the Jericho Appreciation Society in the car holding her arm? Could you not have done that? Like, you should have. That yeah. was that looked so terrible. That still kind of had to hurt. Do you think so? Absolutely. Like, it certainly didn't feel good. Yeah. But like, could they have at least tried Why to make they, it? Like, do like a fireball in her face. Because Jericho's a wizard, it's but he wizard. doesn't attack. Well, except for that wizard. one lady in the parking lot, he doesn't attack women. I'm a fucking wizard. You remember years ago when he punched that lady? No. Oh my god. Yeah, it was like controversial. Like someone, like she was like ambushing him in the in the like a real person. Yeah, in the parking lot, and so she was like shouting expletives and like I forgot what it was about, but like he started yelling back and she like pushed him, so she he like punched her in the face. I do not remember. <laughs> you don't this. Remember that? No. It was, Many years ago, but we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, it was I'm that was my mind. years ago. Losing my mind. Um. So it looks like for now it was 2012. Shit, where was I? <laughs> I don't know. So it looks like now, um, that 
Eddie Kingston is not moving towards Claudio. He's still going to go against Jericho because mm-hmm. he even gave props to Claudio. Did. So put that on the back it's burner. Big, big moment there. Yeah. Growing moment. Growing pains. See, because even Claudio, not Claudio, damn it. Uh, Eddie Kingston says, he goes, this is my last chance. Like, I'm not going to go anywhere else. Like, AEW means so much. I'm like, so I think deep down, Tony Khan's going to treat Eddie with respect because he likes him and stuff like that. And God, I know Eddie's getting older, but like, I want Eddie to carry the championship. I really think he deserves it. Yeah. I'll run at some point. Yeah. At any title, any at this point, like yeah. just put give, some give kind of gold on. Give the man a title, really. He would let him be he TNT would be champion. Raw. He would like. He would probably cry. Yeah, he'd be pretty emotional about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I saw a comment uh, about Eddie Kingston that it was like, I love the fact that he doesn't have like toxic masculinity. Like he's going to go out there and say, "I'm going to beat your ass," but he also talks about his mental health. Yeah, which is like very important these yes. days. And from the fact, from the fact, the fact that he comes out and is like, "Hey, man, look, you know, before this match, I wasn't doing too well mentally, but because of the because of the fans, because of your faith that was in me, or the punk match, yeah, that was like because time. of you guys, I sucked it up. I went out there and I." And I did it, you know, because you guys believed in me. And it's like, that's such an important thing these days. Yes. Like a lot of people are struggling mentally, uh-huh. myself included, you know, like there are days where it's just not good, mm-hmm. you know, for a lot of I us. Know how that feels. Yep. And you need like, people need to know that it's not just you. It like a lot of us are hurting and yep. it is okay to talk about it. Yeah. Like we're getting now to a, to a point where it is okay to talk about your feelings. Yes. It is okay to be emotional. Like to you need it. to don't keep it in. Yeah. Do find, not. find someone to talk to about it. A, a friend, person, a relative, a neighbor, yep. just somebody like talk to someone. If you're going through something, say it, you know, cause it helps to, to talk about it instead of bottling it up. I learned that the hard way because growing up, I bottled up stuff for, many years and since i've met my wife i've been i've been a lot more open about how i'm doing mentally and i tell you the the days where i'm hurting hurt a lot less because of that because i can have a bad day and i can go and tell my wife hey look i mean i just i'm just having a really rough day and it's i'm able to to talk about it like that helps so much because if you bottle it up it just grows and grows and grows and it doesn't go away yep. but the fact that you're able to talk about it it releases it mm-hmm. like it's it's kind of like, like filling up too. a balloon yeah. like if you're ha- if you're filling up a balloon you know it's just going to sit there but if you continue having a bad day it's just going to add more air to it and add more air to it until mm-hmm. one day pop it yeah, bursts you can't keep it in yeah you just can't but sometimes you just got to let it out. Just let that air out. Talk about it. Talk about cry. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, anything that helps. You That's know right. I mean? And it's not bad to cry. It it's is not, not. It's not. I've cried many times. Me too. Me too. So say what you want about that. The alcohol has kicked in. <laughs> and we're talking about We emotions. cry. So what? I love you. I love you. We're we, men. We're, we are men that cry. That's right. And, uh, you know. If there's anyone out there who uh, needs to talk, we're always available. You know, reach out to us on Facebook, on Twitter. You know, just be like, "Hey, bro, hey, bro, Chacho, bro, Chacho, I'm having a rough day. Yeah. I just needed someone to talk about it. That's what we're here for, mm-hmm. and to talk about wrestling. Yep. Mostly talk about wrestling. Well, we talk about other <laughs> things too. We shoot you know the shit. I mean? Yeah, 
But um, that's all I've got. You got any anything else? Uh, other about? wrestling stuff that may have popped up. Uh, I do not know. Um, AEW rocks. Do you see uh, our local wrestling promotion who they're bringing in? Tessa Blanchard in. Yeah. I think it's like her first match in like two years. Like, good luck. Um, I don't know her personally, just all the stuff I've seen. And yeah. I could be wrong, but everyone says she's pretty toxic. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me. <laughs> just That's going just based on read. reports we've heard. Reports. So we'll see how it goes because I've heard no one wants to touch her. Yeah. I'm not – that wasn't a bad way. I'm just saying no one wants to pick <laughs> her up and yeah. promote her. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll see how it goes. Indeed we will. When is that? Next Saturday, a week from yesterday because it's now past midnight. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I know it would be hard to do with your schedule, but one of these times, because I'm, I'm feeling okay about it, mm. I wouldn't mind going to the promotion. Hey, if we have to, support for your local folks. Time, I'm not. I'm not kidding you. I got burnout. Yeah, and a lot of other events happened. I don't. I'm not going to say. Mm-hmm. And I got agitated with the person, um, but I'm. I'm over that. Yeah. So, risen above. Because the last time we went is, oh, this is actually some. It'll lead to another news, but uh, we actually interviewed a person that we took the interview off, but it was Joey Ryan. Yeah. Um. That was the last time I think I went to a uh, Hurricane Pro Wrestling show. But now you see all the promotion. Because I still see it on Instagram because I'm, I liked him. All these people, I'm like, who the hell is this? Yeah. Who the hell is this? Like all these people they bring in from other mm-hmm. promotions. I mean, you have, they're like the same guys that are from this promotion. Like Jerry Louisiana, Wayne, Jerry Houston. Wayne, yeah. He's here. My wife's ex. <laughs> Snaggletooth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rise above, sir. Rise above. Rise above. John Cena. Do, 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 do. Um, Never give up. Yeah. So, I don't know what I was getting at. Oh, Joey Ryan. Uh, apparently, he, he was working at Disneyland. Yeah, they do like a 90-day trial run with you, and they decided not to pick him back up. But that picture they shown, like, unless you were right on him, like, I, I couldn't tell that was him. It was. Yeah, if you look closely enough, it, yeah, it was. So, I mean, I don't know what's going on in his life. I know that. I remember a while back, like, after all that stuff happened, he was trying to create a wrestling event, mm-hmm. and he threw himself in the picture, and they're like, whoa, 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 why is Joey Ryan doing this? He's throwing this on. Is this a ruse? So everyone, like, backed out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, dude, you're done. Yep. You're done. You might as well find a job somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm trying to think of something else. No, nothing comes to mind okay well then that'll probably do it for us this that is week. it so like i said if you have any questions for us if you would like to reach out to us feel free to on our facebook page WS podcast you can check us out on wrestlingnewsource.com wrestlingnewsource.com on facebook you can subscribe to our show on itunes which is available by searching wrestling news source podcast we're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter, WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, DRH Pro, Tyler at Tyler underscore Abear, Abear underscore Mode on Instagram, DRH underscore Pro on Instagram. Um, we're also on 
TikTok and all that, but don't worry about that because we don't post that often on there anyways. But uh, thank you so much again for listening. Like again, again, I'm not sure when we'll be able to do the next episode, but we will continue doing episodes for you guys because we do care about you. We do want you guys to keep on listening. We hope you'll stick around with us. So for the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Hebert, and just thank you all so much for sticking with us. And we will catch you all on the next one. Bye.